0: next on mlr weekly a special edition rugby world cup players with major league rugby ties mlr slash rwc dream teams from brian ray of america's rugby news rugby mornings john fitzpatrick and myspace influencer matt mccarthy plus Seattle Seawolves star Dan Creel, whose twin brother Jesse is playing for the Springboks. Rugby Wrap-Ups MLR Weekly brought to you by Sheehy Auto Stores, it's easy at Sheehy, the Pig & Whistle New York City, the world's best rugby pub, and Lean & Limber, stretching your way to a healthier lifestyle. to MLR Weekly as presented by Rugby Wrap-Up, Matt McCarthy in New York City. Thank you for joining us once again. And ladies and gentlemen, before we get to the show, which is a good one, uh, it's just important that we take a moment to acknowledge the passing of Bill Webb, another good one taken too soon. Uh, He was ill, um, and he's gone. And that just sucks. Uh, There's no other way to say it. Uh, He was such a, a, a great ambassador for the game his passion for his team the Toronto Arrows and for all of Canadian rugby uh, certainly touched us here in America in the United States rather all of the Americas and he is going to be sorely sorely missed our thoughts and prayers go out to the family let's take a brief moment okay and of course Bill being the rugby guy that he was he would not want us to not talk rugby so with that let's go to our recurring segment rugby mornings coffee break with john fitzpatrick john what do you got for us
1: yes let's start with mlr trade alert the utah warriors traded flanker yuri van buren to the team formerly known as rugby atl in exchange for salary cap considerations in the 2024 mlr season
0: and there's no truth to the rumor that van buren will be the new james bond villain
1: next MLR signing alert. The Dallas Jack will sign Wales U-20 international Ben Fry. Fry joins Dallas most recently via the Dragons of the URC. How's his Spanish? Next! How about some MLR player movement? The Seattle Seawolves announced that USA Eagle 471, Ben Landry, has moved on from the club. Apparently, he's headed back to Wisconsin to work on the family farm.
0: Uh, he'll be working on the farm until it starts to get cold in two hours and then want to come back to the MLR to a warm weather team.
1: Next! Hey, Matt, surprise segment. We're moving on. MLR players at the Rugby World Cup. Cup, let's bring in our colleague brian ray from america's rugby news
0: Whoa, i see what you did there on my own show you are breaking news about what we're doing here on mlr weekly i love it next with brian ray just tremendous just tremendous i didn't see this one coming at all guys not that we have everything built into the teleprompters in all three cities that we're in brian just briefly uh... we have to ask you about it we talked about it uh bill webb passing just stunning us all
2: yeah it was uh really a complete shock totally caught me by surprise uh, and certainly you know the worst news i've had uh this year uh you know it wasn't that long ago i was talking to bill on the phone uh, you know about his arrows so it uh yeah it, it hit hard and um you know certainly wish the best to the webb family and uh it's going to be, you know, difficult to see the first Aeros game of the year without uh, yeah. Bill. I'm sure they'll have some kind of a presentation there. But, uh, yeah, that's a tough one to take.
0: All right. Well, in tribute to Bill, Bill would want us to keep doing what we do with the rugby thing. That's for sure. So let's get, let's get to it. And, guys, we got a special MLR Weekly at the Rugby World Cup without us actually going to the Rugby World Cup. We're going to do this virtually. Let's talk about, first up, we're going to be talking about players in the MLR that – are in the rwc the rugby world cup that can only be a good thing for the mlr teams but we've got three different categories here we've got current players former players and future players and we got two segments that we're going to do on this first off we're going to have impact players we're each going to talk about three that we think are going to impact or make an impact for their side in the rugby world cup and then we're also going to talk about our all-star teams our our mlr all rwc teams i'm just trying to get as many letters of the alphabet in and make it as confusing as possible but we want we're not going to go through all the players on our rosters ladies and gentlemen so just relax we're going to talk about our captain and our best player and we'll show our teams in graphics all right so let's start with you brian who is or who are players that you think are going to make an impact in this rugby world cup for their nation not necessarily overall in the in the games
2: i think uh one you know i'm wearing a san diego hat here so one name that pops out at me is Samo malolo uh playing for samoa you know and uh, ironically if it goes well he might not be with san diego any longer you suspect that uh, if he if he does make an impact the way we've, we've seen him certainly with his ball carrying uh, that uh, he might get a shot at Moana Pacifica or a team in France or something Um, but uh, certainly I'm looking forward to see what he can do with with Samoa he stands out for me Uh, you know I think Miami fans will uh, definitely be looking at Manuel Ardao this outstanding Uruguayan flanker who's just uh you know one of the better breakdown flankers i think in all of the americans he really is so he's not the big guy he's just a little bit, uh, you know bigger than i am he's about five nine but uh boy is he he's, he's a cracker he's we certainly one to watch and Manu Díana, Manu Díana, another back rower for Uruguay. He has been in absolutely stunning form during the uh, Super Rugby Americas uh, season. He was one of the best players in the whole tournament. I think he's uh, really tremendous. Of course, Toronto Aeros fans remember him very fondly. So uh, I think he's one to watch.
0: All right, you know, technically speaking, he is in the former MLR player category, but we'll let it. We'll allow it. We'll allow it. John, you want to take a crack?
1: Yeah, I think there's there's at least three players that your average MLR fan uh, will be familiar with, right? And that's Vian Conradi, the eight-man for the New England Free Jacks playing for Namibia. Namibia is going to have a tough time in A, in but I'd love for for folks around the world to see what Conradi can bring at an international level. Uh, staying with Namibia, Adrian Boyson, another phenomenal player. Number eight, Conradi will probably play maybe flanker for Namibia. We'll see, they've, they've got a lot of options there. And certainly, LaRue Milan staying with Namibia, um, fantastic player, uh, center for the New England Free Jacks. Still only like, 24, um, which is crazy. And, of course, you got to bring up everyone's New York favorite, Matt McCarthy's favorite player, but uh, Ed Fidal, rampaging for Samoa.
0: First of all, if you're going to say his name, say it correctly. It's Fido, and it's Teofilo Fido, okay? Let's get it right if you're going to steal my thunder and take my guy.
1: All right? I set it up perfectly for you, Matt.
0: There you go. Uh, Yes, that would be the player that I was going to take, but I might uh, be tempted to take. Tomas Kubeli, out of the Miami Sharks camp, who is going to be new to the league. He's in the futures category, and he is going to be dynamic and electric to watch. Honorable mention, Rob Irmiscu, the Romanian Rambo.
2: Well, I'm, I'm throwing it back to you. Why don't you tell us about this bloke who is playing for Romania?
0: Well, he's, uh, you know, a uh, Xavier slash Penn State uh, product. The He's got 29 caps with... The MLR, including New York and D.C., and I'm not sure maybe somebody else you guys can maybe flag that for me, but he's a great guy. What a great move. I call him the Romanian Rambo, and uh, Rob is living the dream. He's in the Rugby World Cup, where his teammates from the United States are not, right? And I'm saying he might be able to come back to the MLR off this springboard and get a job after this. He's versatile. He's a guy that plays 80 minutes Nonstop. He's got the pedal to the metal the entire time. He's not the biggest guy for his position on the planet, but he's he, he makes up for it in heart.
2: Uh, I would be remiss if I didn't mention another Toronto Arrows, ex-Toronto Arrows star, a certain Gaston Mieres, no longer in Major League Rugby, sadly, uh, but he did spend four seasons with the Arrows, was absolutely magnificent every time he played for them. So Tony Mieres, I hope he uh, has a stormer for Uruguay.
0: You guys are, are are just completely abandoning the rules that we just made up about this whole segment and going with players that aren't with the MLR any longer. Who gives a rat's ass about those guys? We're here to talk talk about players that are in the MLR that are making an impact. All right, let's take a quick break. Let's regroup. Let's actually look at the rules for picking our, each of us picking our MLR all RWC team. You're allowed to pick two former players because of positioning like lock or prop. Okay. And we're going to be a little bit, we're going to have some license with picking loose heads to play tight head in this particular scenario because there's a limited pool and you can move a back to the wing. We'll be right back with some more riveting stuff from John and Brian in this MLR extravaganza after this
2: need a great price on a new vehicle she makes it easy easy price shows you our lowest prices on the mid-atlantic's largest selection find your best price online or at any of our 31
1: dealerships She-he.
0: you need your cleats you need them tomorrow if you order today by 3 p.m new york time or noon la time they can have them to you tomorrow Young, old, male, female, if you're playing on turf, if you're playing on grass, if you're playing in the rain, you're playing in the heat, they've got you covered. RugbyNow.com. Go there now. All right, we're back. And bear with us, ladies and gentlemen, as we iron out the Kings with a man from Nova Scotia, a man from D.C., and a man from New York. We're going to talk about who our best player on our MLRRWC squad is and our captain. John, who's your best player?
1: My best player is Ed Fido because. What the fizzle! <sighs> I, st- I told you I was not going to play by your rules. Oh, you are incorrigible. He's, a big, he's a big game player, big platform. I see him scoring a, a number of tries. Samoa so could surprise a couple of people. It's going to be interesting there in Pool D. We'll see.
0: All right. Who's your best pro- player, Brian? While I regroup.
2: Uh, yeah, I'm going to go with Manuel Ardell. Uh, I really think the the Miami have done their homework on this one. He's going to surprise a lot of people. So yeah, I think he's going to be terrific in the World Cup. I think he's going to ter- be terrific when he uh, arrives in MLR next season.
0: Okay. Uh, I, now I'm regrouping and I'm going to, I'm under the gun. I'm going to pick Sama Malolo for Samoa. And again, I like that Samoan combination of uh, players that they got going on. I like their chances maybe a, a, they got a puncher's chance Samoa does but some of those older players coming back I love it who's your captain John
1: yeah I gotta go with the MLR champion Vian Conradi for Namibia he's my captain he's gonna lead them out again Namibia's gonna have a tough time in in Pule maybe they can squeak one but happy that I think that they're at the rugby World cup
2: I'm gonna go with uh, the most experienced guy uh, Tomas Cavelli, the outstanding scrum half for las Pumas I'm uh, guessing that he will also captain miami when he arrives uh, i would be very surprised if he didn't he's you know tremendous scrum half su- supremely experienced and uh, looks like he's gonna go out and on a high with the a- with argentina i think they're gonna have a very good world cup too so uh, he's my capitano
0: mm, mm. so uh, my choices are now extremely limited in terms of who i was picking that you two took uh I'm going to go with Tomas Inciarte of Uruguay and, yes, of Uruguay and of the Miami Sharks. Why? Because I can. And I don't have any other options because you guys took the, pulled the carpet right out from under my feet. All right. So before I let you guys go, who are you rooting for in the Rugby World Cup and why, John?
1: Um, I, th- I really think Ireland's got a chance here, but, um, I'd really love to see Argentina make some noise, maybe get the semi-finals. We'll see. You know what?
2: I don't even care who wins the world cup. To
1: be honest, <laughs> I've faster. never been less excited
2: about a world cup at all. <laughs> you know what? The team I'm rooting for are these guys right here, Chile defeated Canada. They defeated the United States. I want them to go in and just, you know, be a credit to themselves and to the players and give their all. And I hope that they have, uh, you know, enjoy themselves at this tournament because they deserve to who's going to win. I don't know. If you have to pick somebody, I'll I'll go South Africa. They look like the team to beat right now, but frankly, I do not care. I'm only interested in watching how (laughs) Chile does and Uruguay does and a little bit Argentina, but I'm mostly interested in Chile.
0: Well, I'm wearing black. In a heat wave in New York City, because I'm mourning the United States and Canada not being in this series, and and I think that maybe you had a little subliminal thing going on in your head, where or subconscious thing, where you picked the red jerseys, Chile, right? Because Canada's got the red jerseys. Is that was that part of that, or maybe Portugal? Nah, they, you could go with Portugal.
2: They they beat us. They beat us. They beat, they they're the Americas team, as far as I'm concerned. Okay. I want, I want right. Chile to do well.
0: All right, I'll that's back. fair. That's fair. And maybe to that end, you know, I Johnny Sexton's 38-year-old legs is what Ireland is is hinging their bet on. That's a big thing. That is a huge thing. I mean, the guy's a gamer. He's getting his first game against Robbie Romiscu and uh, the uh, Romanian team, and it's a 62.5 favorites are Ireland, but they're going to be without a couple of players, including Sheehan. At, uh, and it looks like O'Mahony might be starting, so... Eh, Ireland still could light light them up for seventy points plus, right? But Argentina, you just you just tugged on my heartstrings with the whole Americas thing, right? South America is part of the Americas, so maybe we make the Pumas Americas default team. What do you think? Good. I don't care what you guys think anymore. You've sabotaged this entire show and segment, try to do something different. And it just comes right back in your face. These two cutthroat pundits, but your geniuses and I appreciate your time. And Brian, we, we, we would be remiss if we didn't mention that we stole all the information about the MLR players in the Rugby World Cup from your stuff on America's Rugby News. And if you're not checking that out, ladies and gentlemen, you can see it tomorrow morning in your inbox because John is going to steal it tonight and send it out in <laughs> Rugby Morning's headlines.
1: It's not stealing, it's amplifying.
0: On that note, uh, we're stealing the attention span of our audience, so we're going to take a break and come back with Mr. Dan Creel of the Seattle Seawolves whose brother Jesse his twin brother is playing with the Springboks right after this if you're in New York City and want to watch some great rugby have some great food and some great times go to the world's best rugby pub the Pig and Whistle on West 36th Street this is the Rugby Odds where an unlikely pundit panel of a wordsmith a WWE legend A rugby star and a supermodel scour the globe seeking best bets and bad behavior. Are you not entertained? with Mr. Dan Creel of the Seattle Seawolves. Dan, great to see you. How are you?
3: Good, Matt. Thanks. Good to be back on the show. And yeah, all good this side. Um look, look forward to the show ahead and look forward to catching up.
0: So a uh, so couple yeah. of things I want to cover with you. Number one, um, you had an off-season surgery.
3: Yeah, good. I had uh, surgery, I think it was the 8th of August, if I'm not mistaken. I think it's three or four weeks ago um yeah recovery is going really well um pretty glad it's over and, and the worst is behind me so yeah just on the mend at the moment did you
0: wait until ha- to have this surgery because you didn't want to have to go with work on the farm with jp again on balfour's farm is that what this was all
3: about no not at all not at all i wish i could be there i've got a bit of FOMO that i'm not able to be there with jp and adrian
0: because he, he did make a couple of cracks last year about maybe you had to pick up your work rate as a farmer. And I thought maybe there might have been some bad blood between
3: you. No, know, never bad blood. Never. No, good, right. good much. Yeah. So on the mend. <laughs> and yet, you had a great year. Yeah, it was good, Matt. Um, you know, we like I mentioned in the previous time I was on the show, we've had a really good group of management and coaches, and, you know, everyone's really understanding. So it was pretty easy to sort of, You know, direct me in the right direction as to training and managing. So, yeah, luckily, luckily, I had a good season and not a bad season. So, chuffed about that.
0: All right. Well, you're being a little bit modest. I mean, it's just God forbid. God forbid. You know, you gotta you get a full season of health. You know, it's just it's the nature of the job description, though, right?
3: That's it, man. I don't think anyone, any rugby is sort of 100% that their, you know, their body's feeling great all the time. It's, it is what it is.
0: But anyway, statistically speaking, you had a ton of ball carries, a ton of meters gained. You you were uh, in the back line making tackles uh, like crazy. You had a good season. I know you're not going to admit that, but I'll say it for you. All right. Thanks, man. What do you think of the team's offseason moves? It looks like you stole a couple of players uh, in some good some good pickups. And Devin Short is number one from NOLA. What's your, what's your take on the offseason?
3: Uh Yeah, I think Devin was a really good pickup by Clarkie and, and the team. Um, I mean, it, the great athletes, you know, have really good fetcher, so good ball carrier. So I think that's going to be a big asset to the team. Um, and then, yeah, mm-hmm. I know Clarkie and the Seawolves have signed – um a younger hooker which is really good. I think he's gonna fit into the plans well. So yeah, it's been I think it's been a good off season for the Seawolves and um I think it's you know, there's really exciting times coming ahead. I think they're really structuring, they're building a really good foundation around younger players. You know, there's a good balance between age and experience, um, which which I think is gonna benefit benefit us in the long run.
0: All right, let's change gears a little bit. Rugby World Cup. I mean, you got a little bit yep. of an interest, right? Because, well, your twin brothers playing for the Springboks. Yeah, I know. It's,
3: I mean, it's a third World Cup. Super proud of him. i super, super excited to see what him, you know, and the rest of the Springboks can do. And yeah, it's, I mean, Matt, you know, the feeling around the World Cup. It's always exciting. There's that heart, the rugby zone. So I'm, I'm really excited for this one. It's going to be good.
0: Well, based on two things, based on me knowing you and vicariously living through you and thinking that I know your brother. Uh, That's reason number one. Number two, uh, and by the way, ladies and gentlemen, they're twins. Number two, Johnny Sexton's 38-year-old legs, when everybody else knows he's 38 and all they have to do is really knock him out of the competition to possibly beat Ireland. You know, there's that. those reasons, for those two reasons, I'm picking South Africa to win this thing.
3: Um, yeah, I'm all on board with South Africa. I mean, you, you obviously get the keyboard warriors and people that aren't fans of South Africa because of the success in the past. Um, but I think if you look at their squad compared to the 2019 World Cup, they've got a lot more depth. I mean, in all positions um, and a lot more experience. Sort of a, a young young group, and that's been together for a long time. So, yeah, my money's on South Africa every single day of the of the week.
0: And uh, again a confession i i thought of you because one of the coolest things i've seen in a long time was that video put out by the box on who they were playing for in the world cup and your brother said i'm playing for my brother dan
3: yeah it's, it's matt it's super special you know i think the world cup for south africa is a really big thing south africa's got its own struggles at the moment and um you know i think that, that's what the, the springboks are trying to do they're trying to Show the rest of the country that there is light if we, if we work together. So, really excited. It's going to be a good one. And it, it looks like he's going to get some serious playing time. Yeah. So, I mean, I think Lukanyi, um, uh, unfortunately, got a knee injury a couple of weeks ago. Um And then, yeah, Jess got a start against Wales. Had a crack of a game, which I'm really chuffed for him. Um So, yeah, I'm, I'm hoping he gets more regular game time in this World Cup. And um, he's all healthy. So, interesting to see.
0: And, and you know every team needs an edge here because these this, this world, the World Cup rugby pool draws were ridic- are ridiculous. You got the top five nations in the world in one half right So yeah And I'm just going back to that night against Ireland where your brother was playing 13 and he just gave his defensi- his defensive speed and spatial awareness gave sexton fits. Yeah, so I'm gonna say it's,
3: that's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying, Dan. It's gonna be a good World Cup, Matt. That's all I'm saying as well. All
0: right. So, changing gears, what are you doing during the off up there in Seattle?
3: I've been helping out with the SeaWolves. There's been some uh, events that they've had. Been uh, to some nonprofit organization dinners, and um, just to sort of rub shoulders with people in, the, in that industry because because we have Happy Bundles. So it's just been a bit of off field work. A um, few coaching clinics for the SeaWolves.
0: Dan, let's go back to the MLR for a second because we just had Brian Ray of America's Rugby News and John Fitzpatrick of Rugby Morning on, and we all picked our all MLR slash RWC teams, <laughs> players that have are playing or are affiliated with the MLR playing in the Rugby World Cup. Namibia has got like seventy five players from the MLR on on, uh, on on the in the RWC. You you're familiar with a lot of these guys, what do you think of Namibia's chances? Because they're basically the farm team for South Africa. Let's just say it.
3: Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, it's awesome to see them in the World Cup. And, you know, like you mentioned, Matt, it's really great to see that so many players at the World Cup are involved in the major league. Um, yeah, I think Namibia are a great team. Um, I'm, I, I, I don't know. I mean, playing against the All Blacks and Ireland and, you know, tough team South Africa, I think it's just it's, cool. it's a tough it really is. I've got nothing against them. I think they're doing really well. I think they've, you know, developed their their players and their, their squad over the last few years. But I think it's just a really big ask against such big teams.
0: And you know, they're they've got the they've got the image of Jacques Berger in their head, right? That they could possibly yeah. inspire them. And you got Conradi and Boyson over there. They're big number eights or flankers that can maybe make some noise, but it is tough going in those pools. Going back to last season, what's one thing that surprised you the most about your team?
3: Um, There's a few things, Matt. Um, I mean, we obviously had quite a few new players coming into the system. Um, I think it was sort of just how everyone sort of gelled the sort of team culture that we built really quickly. Um, And just, I mean, away from rugby, Matt, all, all in all, just a really good group of guys. I think that was really um really something special unfortunately the seasons are but short so you 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 don't really have enough time or not enough time but the right amount of time to spend together off of the field um and i think we got that balance we got that balance really you know we hit the, hit the nail on the head there good group of guys
0: cool and final question for you hypothetical situation you're a rugby atl player and they've announced the move to los angeles are you going or you're gonna ask for a trade or what
3: I mean it's Matt it's tough you know it's, it's exciting for the league that there's a team opening you know starting up again in LA again um, but then I also just think you know I've only been in the league for the last two years and by the sounds of thing sounds of things is Atlanta was really the home home of rugby I mean I know they've had a really good support base. so in that aspect you're sort of looking you're thinking well you know you feel sorry for the people of Atlanta because they've lost their rugby team and um, but then again, like I said, the league's growing, and uh, that's a really exciting thing. So that's the answer. No, no real answer there. Well, you kind
0: of, you kind of, di- you, are you running for office anytime soon? Because you handled uh, that like the never, best never, polit- never. political answer I've ever. One of the, it was sp- spectacular. Or you're an executive of of any sports franchise?
3: Uh no, but like, like yeah, Matt, it really is. It's exciting. I mean, you got the Miami Sharks joining next year, which is exciting. The league's sort of expanding. Um, more people in America are starting to be aware of rugby and, you know, it's being broadcasted on a lot more channels. So uh, yeah, I, I guess it's a, uh, it's a, a great moment for the league <laughs> and for Atlanta, it's a bit of a, a heart store moment, you know, um, yeah. strong rugby community, which is, you know, always extremely special to have in a town that you live in. So it's just a bit unfortunate for them.
0: Yep. Well said my friend. And uh, once again, it's always great to see you. Thanks for coming on.
3: Awesome. Thank you, Matt. And yeah, thank you for having us back on the show and uh, look forward to catching up in person soon.
0: All right, on that note, we are out of time. I want to thank Mr. Dan Creel of the Seattle Seawolves. I want to thank Brian Ray of America's Rugby News, John Fitzpatrick of Rugby Morning. Thank you for tuning in. Please check out our other shows, including the critically acclaimed The Rugby Odds, The College Rugby Wrap-Up. Hit that subscribe button on YouTube. Please sign up for our weekly newsletter and please join our American Red Cross blood donor team